Welcome to the Ashley and Grace podcast show. We're two moms with kids that have special needs. We're sharing our journey because we want you to know you are not alone. Let's get to it. some kids who have special needs, their parents keep them home. What made you put VD in school? I mean, put your Ashley in school, sorry. What made me put Ashley in school? Um, well, when she was about three years old, she, uh, she had an evaluation and, uh, she had an IEP and which they told me that, um, she was ready to go to school, that it was best for her to go to school because, she was going to be open to other kids around her. She was, obviously, she goes to um, special ed because of her condition and uh, that she was going to be able to learn. She was going to be able to practice her speech more and uh, just get her mind out there so she could start doing things that a regular three-year-old actually does. So um, I did. I... Uh, it was so funny because I was so scared. I was so scared. Mm-hmm. And uh, and not just that, but when Ashley, when Ashley went to school, I can never, I will never forget her first day because Ashley couldn't walk. Mm-hmm. She couldn't, she couldn't even stand on her own. Mm-hmm. She, she needed, she needed support. She needed uh, furniture, a rail, anything, anything to be around her so she so she was able to support herself and grab on and not let go otherwise she was gonna fall and uh not just that but she was supposed to have an eight a shadow to be with her at all times so I remember the first day that I dropped her off her shadow was in there mm-hmm. and Ashley needed a walker her walker was in there mm-hmm. there was a lot of, yeah there were certain things that I didn't like and I dropped her off, and I was like, how am I going to drop off my daughter? And she's not even able to stand on her own. Right. I, I'm, I'm just listening to you, and my heart was dropping. Like, I, I know you were terrified. So what did you do? Did you leave her? I did. I actually <laughs> left her. I actually left her because her teacher reassured me that she was going to be great, that she was going to be with other kids, that they were going to help her. But I came home, and I broke down. Yeah. And I cried, and I cried, and I felt... Like, I was being a horrible mom, leaving my child there because she wasn't able to walk. And how dare I did that? Yeah. And even though I knew it was school and it was safe and she was going to be with people that cared and were going to be able to help her, it didn't sit it didn't sit in my mind that it was the right thing to do. So two hours passed by and I went <laughs> and I, I talked to the principal and I told her, that her walker wasn't there, her aide wasn't there, that mm. her certain necessities that she needed, her adapt, adapt, I'm sorry, her adapter chair that she needed weren't there. And how, how, how was that? You know, like, how is it that 
LAUSD didn't provide for my child when they knew ahead of time that she needed certain things. Yeah. And it wasn't there. So it only made me more scared and more paranoid to know that my daughter didn't receive the proper care that she needed. So I went back. I spoke to the principal. I broke down in her office and I said, I want my child back. I need her back, and I'm not going to bring her back until she has her necessities yes. because I'm going to stand up for my daughter. I'm going I'm her voice, and I'm not going to let nobody let my child down right. when I'm there to protect her, and this is things that my daughter needed. Uh, you know, it's she, she's not a regular kid. She's, you know, she can do things like other kids can do, right. and I refuse to take her back until they had her necessities. So I didn't take her back the next day, right? I didn't take her back the next day. And then uh, they called me and they were like, oh, we already have her, her walker. We already have her adapted chair. So then I said, I'm going to trust in God. I'm going to put it in God's hands and I'm going to take her back. And if things go good, then okay, I'm going to try. I'm willing to try. Right. But if not, then I'm just going to wait another year until she's four and then I will bring her back. Mm. But... Things got better. Things got better with, with time, and, and Ashley loved school, and Ashley had fun in school. Ashley learned in school. She played with other kids, and it was a great feeling to know that she was she was learning. She was getting better, and also she had um, speech therapy at school. She had um, PT in school, which is physical therapy, and um, she only she only she only learned more she only got better she only she only made me feel like it's okay mom it's okay i have special needs but it's okay to let go yeah and not be always so scared and so and it's still scary right and it is it's still scary but i think as a parent you also need to learn how to trust and let go when you know (laughs) when you know that they're taking care of your child and that she's in good hands because yeah. if she wasn't then obviously i wouldn't yeah what about you with grace that's a tough one because even with my regular kids i'm having a hard time i mean right. you know with my other kids i'm having a hard time letting go i wanted to ask you a question real quick before i talk about grace grace was that your first time having to be like a serious advocate for her or had you had to advocate for some things because you have a very strong voice already and i i can see you get your little spitfire you know you speak I up am well. cookie. Yeah, okay. <laughs> So was that your first time, like, really having to advocate for her? No. Okay. No, okay. no. Um, I remember there was a time before that. She was going to North Hollywood MTU, and she was going to physical therapy there because I thought that Ashley has always had therapists coming in and out of my house, and she was diagnosed at three, I mean, at, she was, what, a year? A year and three months when she was diagnosed with cerebral palsy? Okay. So I always had, she always had speech therapists, uh, physical therapists, um, child development therapist, coming to my mom, OT therapist, coming mm. to my house yeah. every day. Grace too. Yeah, every day since she was diagnosed. So I uh, one day I told her physical therapist, you know what, what about me taking her to a place where it's bigger and there's other kids and there's mm. more um things that she's able to do, you know, instead of just being in my house and just um, playing with her. I mean, I get it. You know, when you're little, there's so many, so, so many things you could do. But I wanted to expose her to do uh, 
bigger, not bigger things, but just have certain, um, certain toys, certain, um, you trust in your gut. You trust in your gut. You were feeling yeah, in a different environment yes. to grow and expand. Yes. And you went for it. And I did. Yeah. And I did. Because she need, she needed other things besides just my house and her toys. Yes. You know, she needed other things. So um, so I went to, they they told me about North Hollywood MTU. And then she had this therapist um, that was with her. And um, one day, and this was before, before she was leaving the regional center because now she's with CCS. Okay. Um, I had one day I was there and I was I was watching the therapist um, with my daughter and I told her, you know what? Um, when I'm out in the mall, grocery shopping, doing laundry and whatnot, you know, I can have Ashley caring all the time. She's she can't walk and. I need her to have a walker, and I, she needs a walker so she could practice walking on her own. Mm. I need her to mm-hmm. stand up and do things on her own and walk, and oh, that was God. my main priority for my mm. daughter to walk and stand on her own. And I told her, hey, so what about a walker? Why don't you guys give her a walker so yeah. she could start walking on her own? And she said, no, I'm not going to give it to you because I don't want to be responsible. If she falls, I don't want to be responsible, and I don't want you to go ahead and sue me. Hmm. I said, so then you're telling me that my daughter needs to crawl on her on her, on her her knees? Because she's unable to walk, so whenever I go grocery shopping to the mall, so what are you telling me, that she needs to be on her knees wow. and crawl hmm. and drag herself just because you don't want me to sue you? Right. What does that even have to do with you? Right. You know, right. this is my what my daughter needs, and she said, "No, I'm not gonna do it." So then um, I called her supervisor, and I was really upset. And I told her, "I will never bring her back, and I'm gonna yelp it, and I'm gonna mm. say that this is not a good place, <laughs> and that you guys refuse to give my daughter her necessities. So therefore, I want her out. I don't want nothing to do with you." And you guys are disgusting. <laughs> so they were like, oh, we're so sorry, ma'am. And I was like, you know what? No. So then uh, once she went with CCS, I mean, her physical therapy. I mean, by the way, shout out to jo- um, Josie. Oh, my gosh. She is one of the greatest therapists my daughter has had. And I think that my daughter is able to walk because she had she had a she had a huge influence in my daughter. Mm. She pushed her. She's a go-getter. She is a, a person that always has always told Ashley that she can't do. She can't. Can is not in her vo- vocabulary. That there's only ways to try and not give up. So thank you, Josie, so much mm. for giving my daughter mm. the love, the attention that she needs. Yeah, and um, important. yeah, it is very important, you know, and also just from my experience, I have always been the type of mom that I always, I'm always there. I always, I'm always observing things, mm-hmm. you know, even when people think Don't I'm not looking, right? when yeah. we, even when we're in the kitchen, we're yes. like, yes, even human. when you think yeah. that I'm not listening, yeah. that I'm not watching, I'm Always yeah. watch. And you know what? I get it. I don't want to, for parents, if it's just that 15, 20 minutes that you might get to be by yourself. Because some people are at home with their kids, and when the therapists come, 
that's like the 15, 20 minutes that they get to themselves. Yes. So yes. I don't want to. Yes. And, and, and I get yeah, it. And yeah, I get yeah. it. And Sometimes, I get it. But for the most yes. part, I think I'm pretty much like, even if I'm relaxing somewhere, I'm listening. Yes. I'm paying attention. Yes. So I'm present. Me too. Because being present is, is huge. Yes. Yes. It's I huge. mean, and, and don't get me wrong. Yes. I, you know, of course, just like you said, I was that parent that I was like, okay, I have this hour to get things, certain things done around the house. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and do it. But I was always listening and watching from the corner of my eye. Like, what are they teaching her? Right. What are they saying to her? Are they doing the right things? You know? And I had a couple of therapists. Oh, yeah. I've heard some stories. Uh, yeah. A couple <laughs> of therapists. I, I changed them because I didn't like the way some, some of them talked to my child or how much attention they played to, I mean, they, they paid, place. they paid right. to my, yeah, they paid to my child, so I was like, no, you know, yeah. my daughter, she, she deserves the best, and she's gonna get the best, and I'm gonna make it happen, yeah. and you gotta be tough, and you, even if certain people don't like it, it's okay, because you don't do it for other people, right. you do it for your child, yeah, yeah, I don't wanna be your friend, yeah, I want you to <laughs> take care of my girl, right, and you know, it's funny, because we're talking about school, and I'm gonna go back to school about grace, but we definitely went into advocating for, advocating for your kid, and that was one of the things we wanted to talk about, um, and uh, sometimes you have a voice, and I, like I said, you got a strong personality, so I know you had a voice, I had to find the voice, and I'll share that a little bit later, and I'll tell you about school, and Grace is 11, so I was trying to think back to her first day, I know I was scared, um, but I do remember that the teachers were so, were so nice, I'm like, I just knew Grace was okay. Like, I didn't feel bad about leaving her, but she's my last baby, and I, that was my homeschool baby. Like, that was my dream. Yeah. So I think it was letting go of my dream of being right. able to homeschool her uh -huh. was harder than her going to school okay. because um, she was doing good up to a certain point, like physically, mentally, and then she got really sick. But before that, when she went to school, Someone told me, you know, she's going to have a few issues. Mm -hmm. The best thing you can give her is structure. Okay. And at home, sometimes you can't give her that structure. Yeah. Because, it's you know, you got things you got to do, and it's a little more lenient. So that's why I ended up rolling with school, because I was like, okay, we still going to work this homeschool thing and figure it out. Yeah. But, um, so I pushed through, through that and, um, it's actually been the best thing for Grace. I still have my little moments where I'm like, I just want to snatch her out of school and just be at home and I want to teach her and be there with her. But I know that it would be overwhelming for me in the long run. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, she's been, she's been in school for, who since she was three and, um, I've had really good experiences, but I did learn how to advocate for her. I did not go in knowing how to advocate. Now, I will send it for my kids, don't get me wrong. Right. But for Grace, it was like another level. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, a whole other level. <laughs> my parents, look, they get us. They get us. Like, yes. special need parents get us. It was yes. like a whole other level. And um, I had to be taught that. And I had an um, aunt that taught me that at home before Grace even went to school. She said to me, so when Grace was born, she had a real low white blood cell count. So that's when the germs can come in real easy. So people were coming by, and she was like, she came to visit, and she was like, baby, 
All these people can't come in your house, and they need to wash their hands. And they need... Now, you know, we do this with newborns anyway, wash yes, hands yes. and all of that. Oh, but before we thought I was overprotective. Yeah, no, her, so I was look. like, don't you dare touch my right. baby without sanitizer <laughs> or washing your hands. So she told me that, and she was like, no, I need you to request, request that when they come in your home, did yes. you see? their hands being washed. Yes. And that was for me, because I'm a not, I'm, I don't know, I'm just, that's just not my character, you know, I was out of character. That was like the first initial. And she was like, baby, you, her survival depends on you. So that was my first initial boost. Yes. And then when she got in school, it just empowered me more, like you're saying, to get all the things that she needed. I was yes. not, when she needed that one-on-one, I was like, nope, she needs a one-on-one. And, I worked with regional center, and I worked with her caseworker at school, and I was like, she has to have it. I'm like, yeah. I'm not backing down. No. And they ended up getting it, um, her being fed at school with her tooth fed, which wasn't an issue, but just having it where they did it the way I wanted it to be done. I had to fight for that. But I think after I fought for those two things, everything else I wanted, they were just like, give it to her, because yeah, she going she to fight for yeah, it. Yeah. So um, I think that's so important. Um, you either are advocate or you learn to be an advocate yes and um either way you're gonna have to advocate for advocate for your child so i think it's so important yes. and you and inspire me thank with you. that you inspire you. me with that i yeah like and that is so great that you had great experiences yeah my case yeah not so yeah. many yeah. you know no yeah, yeah. no actually is well, school good. district yeah you know, you know and and that's for for any parent too you know Stay, you know, stand your ground. Don't let nobody push you over. Don't don't let nobody say no, especially when it comes down to LAUSD, well, at least right. in my case, or any in particular school that your child is going, um, that is, is actually um, in it, which any school, which that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, people could be tough and people could say no just because they don't want to help you with certain resources, but... Yeah. No, you, every child deserves what they can get because of certain situations that they're put in, and um, you have to fight. Yeah. Fight for your rights. Yeah, just like the song, fight for your rights. Because yeah. we are the parents. We, we, and um, I feel like it's more the mother that is always yeah. more involved. Yeah, I'm not saying everybody has a different situation. Yeah, everybody has different situations. Yes, I got but. You. In my part, 99.9%, you're going to see the mom. Yes, it's always going to be the mom. Yeah. So be there for your kid, you know? Be there for your kids. See what 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 the teachers are doing, what the therapists are doing, and how to make it better. And don't let nobody ever put your, your kid down. Nobody, nobody. Always stand up for them. Even if you are a bad person on certain people's eyes, so what? Let it be. You... You be there for your child. You love that child. You protect that child because you're that you're you're that child's voice. Yeah. We want to thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate everyone who came on in and listened to our first episode and jumped on and listened to this episode as well. We also want to say we had a few technical difficulties, but we decided not to retape it because it was just real and raw, and I didn't want to lose any of that. So stay tuned. We're going to get our little kinks worked out. Come on back for our third episode.
And remember, inside every human being, there are treasures to unlock. Mike Huckabee. And never forget, you are not alone. <laughs>